Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about the return of Bayheim's army and the potential fall of Syracuse basketball. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Sogat Sen and our guest today is Bayheim's army general manager, Kevin Belby. Kevin, thank you so much for coming back on the program. Wes, anytime. I appreciate the stuff that you guys do. And Kevin, I want to get you started on this one. Bayheim's Army most recently added Dante Green. You're about to hit your minimum roster requirement. I'm assuming you're not going to be done adding players even after that. Definitely not. Um, we've got six guys right now. We need uh, one more by June 1st to be eligible, which we will have. And uh, we'll probably look to have around eight, eight or nine guys. Uh, I think last year... We probably had, uh, you know, maybe one or two too many, but at the same time, we had a lot of players to be a part of it, and it was hard to say no to anybody, uh, you know, that, that wanted to be a part of it, and, and uh, was such a big part of Syracuse basketball family. So, uh, you know, I think we could use maybe another big guy, another shooter, another scorer. So uh, we'll see. Um, I think we've got a good a core six so far, so it's just kind of adding a couple complimentary pieces and, and going from there. Well, one guy that we know for sure that is coming back is Coach Ryan Blackwell. It must be great to have him on again. He's the best, you know. We always, when I was looking for a coach, um, I definitely wanted to keep it in the Syracuse family, and he's a guy that, uh, you know, he, he's carved out a really nice coaching career for himself, and he's coached at a lot of different levels. He coached professionally uh, in Japan. He's coaching, obviously, now uh, high school. Uh, at Liverpool, local, right there in the Syracuse area, and really turning around that program, and is coaching us in the basketball tournament. So he's got a lot of different type of uh, types of coaching experience. Um, he's he's somebody that all the guys really respect and, and look up to, um, and are friends with. You know, kind of the consummate players' coach, but at the same time, he's not afraid to you know to get on them and to make sure that uh, they're accountable. Kevin, you've been doing this for two and soon to be three seasons. What's been your favorite part about doing this? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, 
sounds kind of cheesy, but uh, my favorite part about doing this is getting the guys back together and having the Syracuse fan support um, and, and seeing how much it means to them. Because, you know, when, when these guys, uh, you know, play in front of 30,000 people every night in the Carrier Dome, you think it's going to last forever. And I know, you know, you went to Syracuse, I went to Syracuse. Unfortunately, it doesn't last forever. <laughs> it uh, definitely doesn't. As, yeah, as much as, you know, we don't love it to. Uh, you know, so then a lot of these guys have had nice careers overseas, but, you know, you play in a country for one year and then you're in another country the next year. You know, you don't have a lot of continuity. You don't have a huge kind of following or fan base. So, you know, we've gone out and we've played in Philadelphia. We went out and played in Chicago uh, two years ago. And Syracuse fans, they, they flock to the games just like they would if we were playing, uh, you know, not to the same extent, but just like we would if we were playing, you know, DePaul from the Big East back out in Chicago, if we were playing Nova in Philly. So uh, it, it's really cool. You know, there's a lot of local Philly schools that are in the tournament, Nova, Drexel, LaSalle, um, and Syracuse, as you would expect, still has more fans than any of them at these games, and everybody's wearing orange and, you know, doing the whole stand and clap until the first basket. It's uh, it's really unique, and even though we have not won it yet, I know it's, it's obviously it's been a valuable experience for me, but it, it's meant a lot to the guys to uh, to have Orange, you know, on their back again, pl- playing for uh, playing together, playing for a unified cause, and and hearing a lot of "Let's Go Orange" chants along the way. Kevin, if you had a wish list and putting aside Carmelo Anthony, because you know everyone would want him, but if you had a wish list, who would you have on your team right now? Yeah, I mean, it was funny last year. Uh, it was kind of a shot in the dark, but uh, I, I guess my dream guy last year would have been Deion Waiters, he's a free agent, and his uh, you know his contract. He, he didn't get a ton of ton of interest, and it was kind of unfortunate to see. I mean, he's had a great year this year, and I think he'll wind up getting a very nice payday now. But uh, that's somebody who I was like, hey, uh, you're a free agent, want to come? Uh, what, what are you up to this weekend? <laughs> playing in your hometown in Philly. So that uh, that was kind of like a dream scenario last year. I don't know. I mean, there's there's so many great Syracuse guys playing in the in the NBA and playing overseas. Um, you know, I, I'd love to, to to get a guy like you know Andy Routens one day. His schedule just hasn't uh, hasn't you know worked yet. Or you know, Arunze Anawaku. He's been kind of in and out of the NBA and is but you know is an NBA level center that I think would uh, would would do great things in the tournament. So uh, you know, I think that there's like I said earlier, still uh, some some room for us to add a couple guys, and I think that the guys that we do add will be exciting for the fans, and uh, just you know working on that the next few weeks, and 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 hopefully you know we can put together the right combination to, to win two million dollars. And Kevin, we will get you out of here on this one. You double majored in Syracuse. You recently graduated Syracuse Law School. So catch us up on what you've been up to with that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I graduated last May, and. Uh, Right after I graduated, did a lot of uh, the basketball tournament. <laughs> I was focusing on winning $2 million, uh, which, which was awesome. Unfortunately, we did not. So excited to be doing that again this summer uh, on the side. And um, the, the basketball tournament in itself is such a, uh, s- such a cool event. Um, I grew up, you know, I would play NBA Live or NBA 2K, and my other brothers would yell at me because I wouldn't actually, uh, my two younger brothers, because I wouldn't actually play games. I would just play the the my GM like my franchise mode and build teams. So this is this is something that <laughs> I've basically practiced for for a long time. Um, 
so then besides that, I'm working it down in New York City, working uh, as an agent for sports broadcasters uh, at a company called If Management. Um, we recently merged with another company called the Montag Group, run by this guy, Sandy Montag, who's a Syracuse alum. Um, and I got through to If Management through another Syracuse alum, Gideon Cohen. And we represent a lot of great uh, broadcasters, but a lot of great new house guys as well, guys like Sean McDonough and uh, Mike Tropico, Bob Costas, uh, on and on and on. So uh, th- that's been a great combination of my interests of you know sports, business, media, and the law. Um, so bet- between that and uh, trying to get these guys together to win $2 million, keeping pretty busy, but uh, wouldn't have it any other, any other way. Kevin, thank you so much again for coming on again. Kevin Belby, General Manager of Bayheim's Army. Good luck this summer. Take home the championship. Of course, Wes. Hopefully I can come back on in August after we win the big prize money. Great stuff from our friend Kevin Belby, and good luck to Bayheim's Army this summer. And I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online columnist and my very good friend, Sogat Sen. Sogat, how are you today? Good. I don't know. So, God, I'm fine, but the Syracuse basketball program isn't. Syracuse losing out on another 2017 recruit, this time four-star wing Jordan Tucker announcing that he committed to Duke over the weekend. He had Syracuse and Duke as his two finalists. Originally, Kevin Knox was supposed to be headed to the Blue Devils, but instead he went to Kentucky, and that opened up a scholarship for Tucker, and he took it. So, God, are you at all worried about the future of the Syracuse basketball program? I think so. I think you, as a Syracuse fan, you have to be slightly worried. I think this is uncharted territory for a Syracuse program and the fans. You you look at any of the top boards across the recruiting uh, websites, and Syracuse is nowhere to be seen. I mean, it's, I think Jordan Tucker was going to be that one recruit that was going to start things, get things going for the summer. And Syracuse was a little late in his recruiting after Georgia Tech seemed like they were in the lead. But then Duke came in even later and took him away. So I think with the, the players that were that Syracuse is losing and with the recruiting class not really being the, the top that it has been lately, I think uh, Syracuse does have something to be worried about. So, God, one thing I'll say is that 2017 commit O'Shea Brissett isn't rated because he's Canadian, so he could be a four-star recruit, but you're right. Syracuse doesn't have a four-star commit in the class. Howard Washington and Barama Sadibi are two three-star recruits, and optically that just doesn't look good because it's not up to the standard of a classic Syracuse class. Syracuse swung and missed on Quade Green and now Jordan Tucker, both top 40 players. But on the flip side, Syracuse was among the final two for those two recruits. So Syracuse is going to continue to hit and miss on recruits over time, and that's just the way it's going to be. So you can't get every recruit... Syracuse fans have to remain patient. But let's look forward to the 2017 class. Syracuse has two scholarships available, so who is on your wish list? I think, obviously, the, the top of the list will be the two guys that have reclassified from 2018, so Sidney Wilson and Eric Ayala. Both of them are top talent, and they're both considering classifying to 2017, so Syracuse had been targeting them already, so I think, obviously, the Coaching staff will turn their focus on them and hopefully be able to get get a prize recruit into the into the 2017 team. Yeah, and so got two other players to keep in mind are six nine power forward Marek Dolcek, 
who had already taken his visit to Syracuse. He's a little raw, but the talent is there, and he's considered a potential NBA prospect. And maybe Syracuse gets back in the graduate transfer market, which they've done so well in with Andrew White and John Gillen. USF graduate student Geno Thorpe, a 6'4 shooting guard, is on the market. He led the team in scoring and assists last season. And with Tyler Lydon going to the NBA and Jordan Tucker going to Duke, he may be the next graduate transfer to make an impact at Syracuse. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about shooters. We lost uh, Syracuse on Andrew White, who is who was an incredible shooter as well. So we'll have to see how the team can rebound. I mean, obviously they have Tyus Battle, who who will be it, it probably will be his team next year, and then Matthew Morris coming back, and then Chukwu will be back from his injury. So you have some guys who have had some experience or have at least been around the team to be to be leading next year, but. There's no that that superstar that Syracuse has always been known for isn't quite there. So I think getting another recruit is going to be critical, especially being in the ACC when teams like Duke are just picking up recruits left and right. A Syracuse basketball team that does not have a four-star recruit right now is almost unheard of. So hopefully, I'm sure the coaching staff is acutely aware of that and will try to try to make some amendments for that before the end of the recruiting period. So, Gat, we are right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts? I think without being able to look forward to the 2017-2018 basketball team, all we can do is look towards the 2017 NBA draft for Syracuse basketball players moving on to the next round. And it should be interesting since 2009, there's only been one year where Syracuse hasn't had a player drafted in the first round. So we're hoping that Tyler Lydon fills that void right now. He is being projected towards the end of the end of the draft in the first round. So our our hope as Syracuse fans is that he continues the streak. Obviously we have Malachi Richardson, Michael Benajay, Chris Pacola in the last few years. And hopefully Lydon continues that and continues the great career in the NBA. We wish him nothing but the best. So, got my closing thoughts are on Syracuse lacrosse narrowly escaping a first-round matchup with Yale 11-10. to That was Syracuse's ninth one-goal game this season, so I guess it's just another day at the office. Best of luck to them this weekend as they face Towson in the NCAA quarterfinals. That's it for us for So Got Send. This is Wes Chang reminding you that a plastic knife is perfect for when a person just wants to make some marks in his food and get insanely frustrated at the same time. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.